0: Welcome to Michigan Marshals, a Wild West Exodus and soon-to-be Dystopian Wars podcast. I am your host, Ian, and this is episode 14 for February 26, 2021. The cake is a lie. <laughs> In today's episode, we are continuing with our posse overviews, but we're switching over to the order. I figured we had spent a, a little bit of time on the outlaws, and uh, figured it was time to switch over to a new faction because, to be honest, I could cover order uh, outlaws. Sorry, for another like ten or fifteen episodes, and I figured people would probably get bored of that. And I wanted to showcase something different. So the posse for today's episode is the Portal Vanguard posse, and I know the uh, episode title is corny, but you know it fits (laughs) it fits so we'll go over the portal Vanguard posse box what you get in the posse box the unit cards we'll talk about you know building the posse out we'll talk about the models in the posse as you know scopes Uh, and also in this episode as we always do we will talk about news we will talk about events and we'll talk about my hobby progress and we'll talk about the painting challenge so Let's lead off with the painting challenge and remind you all of what's going on there. Now, as you know, we do a painting challenge every quarter. Now, uh, with this month's or this quarter's challenge being monstrous portents, and I can't think of a of a better name for the first part of 2021. It's just 2020 part two, I guess. So, the rules for this entry is any. Wild West Exodus miniature that is on a medium base or larger or any dystopian warship of battleship class or larger. And uh, for dystopian wars that includes the old stuff too. So if you have some old spartan miniatures uh, Mm -hmm. ships laying around those are a-okay. So once you to, to enter, sorry let me cover how to enter. To enter into the challenge you are to take a picture of the unpainted miniature uh, at any state between unassembled to primed. You know, you can't have any pictures of it, you know, putting your first base coats down all that stuff. We want fresh models and that picture has to be time-stamped in some way. Uh, usually a, uh, in, of, in front of a computer screen works or on top of a tablet with the date showing any of that works. So I need one picture of that and up to three pictures of the completed model. And those pictures should be renamed with your name, you know, your name one, your name two, etc. cetera. And those should all be emailed to me at warhostian at gmail.com. And their deadline to get those in is April 2nd. So you have just over a month to get everything done. So I'm hoping a lot of people get some time to hobby and enter in and have a chance to win some sweet prizes. So, to reiterate what the prizes are, the overall winner will get a posse box or fleet, like starter fleet of their choice, if we're expanding, you know, since we're expanding into dystopian wars. So, if you, let's say you win and you want to delve into the order, you know, ask for a portal vanguard posse box. You know, that's legit. Or if you're getting into dystopian wars uh, and the Prussian fleet is out, ask for that. You know, that's that's those are completely legit prizes. The fan favorite winner will get a hands unit box or a legendary model of their choice. So, let's say you're building Golden Army and you want some more uh, Cavaleros, that unit box is legit. Uh, or, hey, if you even just want more attack dogs, well, th- those are also valid. Um, I'm entertaining the idea of having more uh, categories for winning, uh, depending on how many people decide to uh, join in. So if we get more people that want to participate in the painting challenge, then we will definitely uh, entertain that idea. So more people have a chance to win more prizes. So that's always fun. Um, I look forward to all of your submissions. I look forward to seeing all the awesome painted miniatures, both once they get emailed to me and once I get to see them in person at a tournament or an event, uh, which hopefully will be happening soon. And I hope you guys have fun. I can't wait to see everything. So with that being said, with that out of the way, let's roll on into events. Uh, We just had our first... Uh, digital hobby hangout for the Michigan uh, Wild West Exodus crew this past Tuesday. Uh, we had a lot, uh, quite a few people pop on and hobby and just banter about and talk about games and talk about what they're painting and just generally have a good time. Uh, if there's enough interest, I'd like to have one of those once a month, if at all possible, you know, schedules being what they are. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time, and I hope to to do another one and see all those people again at some point. (laughs) Um, The other news, news news-slash-event that's going on, to remind everybody, is that on March 9th, I will be resuming our bi-weekly Wild West Exodus uh, game nights at Bastion Gaming Center in Bloomfield Hills. Um, I'll probably be there around 5 30, 6 o'clock, somewhere around there. And uh hopefully get some games in. <laughs> and it's uh, Bastion and I picked specifically because they have just received a shipment of Wild West Exodus and Dystopian Wars product. So, you know, support the stupor- support the stores that support you. So we want to show them that, hey. This was a good investment. We want you to continue to stock. You know, we want to keep that particular ball rolling, as it were. So, I hope some of you feel like you can come out and play. I'd be more than happy to run demos if you're just new to the game or haven't had a chance to play yet, or if you just want to check out and play a game and have fun. I'm okay with that too. So, yeah, I think that's a bit. That's all for news in terms of what's going on recently. Um, oh yeah, FlintCon reminder: FlintCon is now May eighteenth, uh, May fifteenth. Sorry, not May eighteenth. So yeah, May fifteenth is FlintCon. I will have a table there, a uh, table or two, I should say. So you can come out and try out Wild West Exodus if you haven't already. And that game, that uh, that event is a uh, you don't need to bring your own stuff. I provide everything for you. So. Hope to see some of you guys there too. Um, moving on into hobby progress. I have made more progress on them, the Nizambu snake that has been sitting on my table for months. <laughs> he is nearly done. I'm very happy to announce that. I just got to do some shading and some highlights and some glowy bits here and there, but he is close to being done. <laughs> yeah, finally, the end of the tunnel. And then I looked at the other one that's on the table that's primed, ready to go. I'm like, ah, oh, I got to paint another one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, was happy to get that guy uh, progressed further. Uh, I painted some more uh, scenic bases for my absolute power posse, and I made some assembly for that posse as well. So slow but steady progress is better than none, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's kind of all I've got for hobby and news and painting challenge and all that fun stuff. So. With all that out of the way now, let's roll in to the main topic, which is the Portal Vanguard Posse. Now, to start talking about the Portal Vanguard, um, I kind of need to cover who the Order is real quick. Now, the Order is a group of, I hate to say, angels, higher beings, whatever you want to call them. Um, their whole purpose is to hunt the hex that's why they're in wild west exodus they're there to hunt down the hex and eliminate it from the galaxy and they have agents the that you know go out and do that kind of stuff you know hunt it down and root it out as it were you know find the heresy as it were if you're a 40k fan so i'm going to start with the lore of the posse and there's actually quite a bit here. It's actually one of the really nice to be able to have a few paragraphs. So here we go. It was once Alita Nura's dream to join the ranks of the core Caroli, to become a vessel for a fragment of the All Shard, and to serve the order more fully as such. Despite her desire, Nura was given command of the Spica Astrea, the portal vanguard. This elite team are sent in to conduct right- lightning raids on enclaves of tainted men and women, as well as covert missions. There are few places safe against a well-trained team armed with portal technology. Nura believes that this assignment was as much because of her opposition to High Sakar and Abner as her portal mastery and ability to command. The position dictated that she be promoted to the rank of Serkin, and therefore able to urge Abner and his followers to more direct action against the tainted. The High Sirkin is a constant source of frustration for Nura, and those within the Order who demand they take the fight to the Hex and uncover all those who have been turned by its corruption. She would be the spark that lights the fuse, the catalyst that starts the great crusade against their ancient foe. Alita Nura continues to be held in check by Abner, and while she is an advocate for change and a more aggressive approach, she lacks enough support to put enough pressure on him to make a change. It goes without saying that Nura fights with passion against any foe, but especially those that have been tainted by the Hex. Her use of portals is second to none, and she uses this uses this to devastating effect on the battlefield by appearing from nowhere and laying waste to her circuit with her Circan stave. The other members of the Spica Astrea have been hand picked by Nura. Her trusted lieutenant is Aaron Brand. Who has ascended through the ranks of the Spica in just a few years, becoming a trusted field operative, and has served Nira on countless missions? He is the—he is the old—he is the solid, dependable center of the team, always ready with a creative solution to any problem. In battle, he is ready to be deployed through a portal to engage the enemy with his vibro gauntlet and his family's relic pistol. Jana Salto is a fellow devotee of portal technology, and has been working alongside Nura for many years. She is not as outspoken as her leader, and holds her own counsel during discussions regarding politics, but the pair work very well together, and coordinate their portal network with ease. Janna has a highly disciplined mind and is stoic in the face of danger, allowing her to best deploy her portal glove as both a tool and a weapon. Salto also has contacts in the, in the Union Secret Service and Infernal Affairs, making her a vital component in the Order's intelligence-gathering network. Venatissi Helios is utterly devoted to Nura. The sole survivor of a disastrous mis- mission to Greece, Helios shows little sign of mental anguish or trauma, and has instead proven both charismatic and effective at leading small groups of Spica on raids. Helios has contacts in a large number of frontier settlements and is able to rouse locals to take up arms to assist their team in achieving their goals, typically unbeknown to them. To compensate for the relative fra- fragility of the Estrella, Pro- Procyon Makara has attached several of her core Coroli to the division. North and Katan are excellent examples of their kind. Both are dominating are a dominating presence on the battlefield they deploy to. Wielders of the deadly Stola stola chain, these are incredibly difficult for a mortal to use, let alone master to the level that these two have. Only with their experience of many lifetimes have they managed to perfect their art. The chains are launched with weighted blades at the end that wrap or pierce the enemy, who is then dragged in close for the killing blow. When used after emerging unexpectedly from a portal. The effect only adds to the terror sown by such demigods. So, that is definitely some awesome lore going on there. A portal empowered strike team that goes off and hits uh, Hex strongholds? That sounds amazing. I'm okay with it. Now, the Posse Box comes with the uh, named characters that you heard in the story. There's one Elina Nura, Aaron Bran, Janice Salto, Venatisi Helios, Noth, Catan, and it also includes two all shard portals for you. So you have pretty much all you need to get started in the box, which is pretty neat. So let's talk about the posse itself. As I pull up Posse Builder here, now the posse bonus is if all six slots are filled with at least one unit in the posse, then all Astraea in the posse gain the gain the teamwork rule. That is incredibly useful. And let me see if I can recount what that actually is. Oh, oh, wow, I can't figure out what it means. Uh, (laughs) Great radio, I know. Yeah, as I pull this up here real quick. Sorry, I'm completely unprepared for this. So, yeah, teamwork. As I search through the rule book here. Yeah, where is where is it at? Here we go. Teamwork. Why can't I find it? There it is. Should a face or boss in this posse finish activating with eight inch within eight inches of this unit, you may immediately activate this unit as though a triggered activation has occurred. This counts as this unit's activation for the turn. This unit cannot use teamwork if it has already activated this turn. Sorry about that. A little rusty on some of the rules. <laughs> I, It is what it is. That's what happens when you don't play too often. But, yeah, that's definitely a, a bonus. So definitely we want to be able to take that. So the posse uh, fills out like this. Slot, slot 1 is an order unit with the Estrea ta- uh, trait. Uh, Slot two is the same. Slot three is an order face unit and or an order non-vehicle support unit. Slot four is an order face unit and or an order non-vehicle support unit. So those two are the same. Slot five is up to two order hands or order support units and slot six is the same. So definitely some options to fill out your posse as it were. So let's talk about the actual unit cards. Starting with the boss herself, Alita Nura. Now there's two versions of her. There is a legendary version, and then there's her, her what I would call her normal version. Uh, we're just going to cover her normal version for now. I might come back and visit her uh, elite version later. So she is a boss, order, human, female, Circan, Spica, Astra unit. She has Fortune 3, She's 165 points, she's Quick 6, Mind 6, Aim 6, Grit 6, Fight 7, Limit 3. She's armed with a Relic Blade, with Crit Fatal, and Parry Naturally. Uh, 1 inch range, negative 1 pierce, rate of attack 1. Uh, she also has a Relic Pistol, Revolver Fan, Close Work, Crit Hazardous. 10-inch range on that, pierce minus 2, rate of attack 2. And she has the astrea stave, uh, stave, which has parry, stun, refined, crit brutal, 2-inch range, pierce minus 3, rate of attack 1. Her common rules are metal, the quick and the dead, largesse, target priority, sure foot, and teamwork. So she has teamwork naturally. That's pretty neat. Um, Her special rules are Disciple of the All Shard. This unit may choose to count the guts bonus provided by adventure cards played during their activation as being plus one action point instead of the actual bonus printed on the cards. It may never be included in a force with a tainted unit. Because the order hates tainted units. That makes sense. She also has Tactical Brilliance. This unit gains plus one to reserve checks. Once per turn, the unit, when activated, may spend two action points to look at the top three cards from their from either their adventure deck or their action deck and replace them in any order on the top of that deck. So you can manipulate your deck in order to benefit you, which is always useful. She has inspirational, which means she may, re, uh, any unit within six inches, except for her, may re-roll a single dice in their activation. Granted, following the crit rules, can't re-roll crits. Uh, She also has Portal Mastery, as expected. She's the head of the Portal Vanguard. Obviously, she would have this. Uh, This unit has the ability to create or destroy portals. This unit may make a Manipulate Portal special action for no action points cost each each activation and may determine the direction of any scatter for portals they create. The distance the additional portal may be placed by the Portal Resonance Rule is increased to up to 12 inches rather than the usual 10 and also does not scatter. So that's pretty, that's super useful. And finally, she has forward echelon. As long as this unit is within three inches of two or more friendly non-disordered hands unit, this unit and the hands models gain plus one grit. That bumps her to grit seven. Ouch. Oh, she's going to be tough. This unit may go on lookout for a cost of one action point, regardless of how many combat actions it has made that turn. So she definitely seems to be a support uh, boss but likes to seem to get up there with that fight seven and that, that stave so she seems to be I'm going to be up front throwing portals around supporting the hands with that plus one grit and trying to kill stuff with my stave her model is really neat and let's see if I look at her here real quick she is kind of in a mono pose but she's got her staff in one hand and a sword in the other the paint job they did on her is actually really neat. She's got like cream robes on with some gold accents and uh, blue blades on the weapons that she's got. And she's got like a backpack on that I'm assuming where the portals come from, maybe. Yeah, she's definitely a cool looking model. Uh, up next, we're going to talk about Aaron Bran. He is a face order, human, male. My Mimurg, M-I-M-R-E-G. m i m r e g memreg sorry spica austria unit he is one fortune cost one hundred he's quick six mind six aim six grit five fight five limit three he has smoke grenades we've talked about smoke grenades in the past he has a vibro gauntlet which has crit lethal pierce minus two rate of attack one he has a relic pistol which has revolver fan close work as all pistols seem to have which has crit hazardous range 10 pierce minus two rate of attack two he has for common rules metal the quick and the dead target priority and teamwork his special rules are disciple of the all shard this unit may choose to count the gut you know same <laughs> same as uh, alita he has filtered lungs he ignores the disorder effects of the smokescreen weapon, so he can fire his smoke screen at, at basically at himself and not get disordered. And he has Discipline. He may re-roll mind checks to hold the ner- their nerve for give him hell reactions. This unit may re-roll failed yeller checks. He is your fighter. He is your guy that you run up and try to screen the rest of your army with. I wouldn't say put him in melee, but definitely with that revolver. Get up there and do some damage. See if you find him. His model's pretty cool. He's kind of in a stance where he's ready to kinda of gun people down or stab people. His armor looks really cool. He's got like a big power generator on his well not a big power generator, but he's got like some sort of generator on his back. His pistol's really neat, it's kinda knife on it. <laughs> so that's pretty neat. Moving on, we're going to talk about Janice Salto. She is a face order human female memreg, spica astrea unit. She's one fortune, 105 points, quick six, mind five, aim five, grit five, fight six, limit three. She is armed with a relic blade, which has parry and crit fatal, one inch range, pierce minus one, rate of attack one. She also has a revolve, uh, relic pistol. Uh, it's the same as uh, Aaron's, Aeron's, A-E-R-O-N, however that's pronounced. And, but she also has a Portal Glove, which kind uh, as a Portal Weapon, Complex, Special, Crit Lethal. Uh, no range on that, because it creates portals. And Pierce Minus 3, Rate of Attack 1, which is pretty, pretty neat. She has Metal, The Quick and the Dead, Target Priority, and Agile. her common rules. She for her special rules, special rules, not her roles, her special rules, she has Disciple of the All Shard, Uh, she also has filtered lungs, she also has portal mastery which is the one where she can uh, create or destroy portals and no, she can manipulate portal special action for no additional points and she may use the additional range for the uh, uh, portal model. And portal resonance, which is 12 as opposed to 10. And she also has discipline, which allows her to do those rerolls for give them hell and yeller checks. I think this is definitely somebody you want up in your front line doing some damage. But with that grit 5, she definitely really, I don't think she can really take a punch. Um, her model is really cool out of the. She's kind of lunging forward in a running mode. She's got her portal hand out ready to create a portal. She's got a blade on her uh, like sheathed on her back, ready to go. And she's kind of got like a, a crested helmet. Pretty neat. I dig it. Yeah, she very dynamic pose on her. Moving on to Venatisi Helios. She is a face order human female membrag spider. Spika, Estrella Agent. She's Fortune 1, 95 points, Quick Six, Mind 5, Aim 5, Grit 5, Fight 5, Limit 3. She's armed with Thermite Grenades. Always love those. Which are brutal, indirect, blast, crit hazardous, 6 inch range, pierce minus 4, rate of attack 1. She has a relic blade, which has parry and crit fatal, 1 inch range. Minus one pierce, rate of attack one, and she also has a a relic pistol, which also has the revolver fan, close work, grit hazardous, Uh, 10 inch range, pierce minus two, rate of attack two, the same as all the other ones so far. Uh, Her common rules are metal, the quick and the dead, and target priority. She also has disciple of the all shard for her special rules and filtered lungs. She has report, which allows you to bring an additional civilian strategic unit for the appropriate points cost. Furthermore, once per activation, this unit may automatically pass a single check as a critical success if this unit is within 12 inches of any unit of civilians. And she also has uh, disciplined, just like the other ones. This model is the one where you run up and throw grenades at people. (laughs) Yeah, this is your... This is your model where you nuke people with if you can. Her model is pretty neat. She's kind of just stalking forward. Not sure how I feel about whatever the leggings are that she's got on. Yeah, I'm not. Actually, (laughs) they're more like chaps than leggings. Not sure how I feel about that, but she's more of a stoic model. Stoic poised. And Now we're going to get into the large, the big guys, the Core Corolla units. We're going to start with Noth. He's a specialist, face order, sultanate, human, female, Candor, Core uh, Corolla Estrella unit. She is quick five, ma mind eight, aim six, grip six, fight six, limit three. She is armed with a heavy fist, which has. Crit Stun, uh, Pierce Minus 1, Rate of Attack 1. There's no range on it because melee weapon. And she has Stola Change, which are Drag, Lethal, Close Work, Crit Fatal, 9-inch Range, Pierce Minus 2, or Rate of Attack 3. Her common rules are Metal and Target Priority. She has, for special rules, Disciple of the All Shard, which we've covered pretty extensively here. Uh and core corollas the stunned and disordered conditions do not cause attribute penalties to be suffered by this unit though they still count as having the condition the hazard condition has no effect on this unit and if applied is immediately removed furthermore the unit ignores the first two points of piercing when taking grit checks yes <laughs> that is nice and against attacks from weapons using the blast template or the attuned quality, the unit only ignores the first point of piercing when taking grit checks. The fact that she can ignore those two points makes a lot of weapons useless against her in terms of uh, re- uh, reducing her grit, which is pretty neat. She has quick draw. Once per activation, if this unit successfully hits with a shoot action. It may make a second shoot action at the same or a different target. target unit for one action point rather than the usual two for a repeated action. This second shoot action may not be made with weapons with the heavy or complex uh, qualities, which she doesn't have any, so that's pretty cool. And she has Dying Breath, which is the one where if uh, she's destroyed, she can make a free combat action before being removed. And her model's pretty cool because it's like she's lunging out of the portal. She's like Leaping off a hex beast. What looks it looks like a hex beast, like a dismembered hex beast. And she's got the chain coming out of the, the her wrist. Oh, it's awesome model. Awesome looking model. Definitely gonna add that to my collection. And finally, we're gonna talk about Katan. He's a specialist face order sultanate human male. Candor Core Karoli, Estrea Unit. He's 115 points, Quick 5, Mind 8, Aim 6, Grit 6, Fight 6, Limit 3. He's also got a Heavy Fist, just like uh, Noth. And he also has Stola Chains, just like Noth. So they're both basically equipped the same. He also has the same Common Rules, uh, Metal and Target Priority. And he has the same special rules. Disciple of the All Shard, Cor Corollis, Death Dealer, and Dying Breath. So those two are your real heavy hitters. Those are your ones that you, those are your anvils that you use in your list building. And he is not as dynamic as Noth. But he's still kind of striding forward, shooting that that chain out right of the some people in. Definitely a cool looking model. Oh, that's cool. The like the, the winch on the back of his, uh, at the base of his back uh, where the chain comes out it's like a face, like a sculpted face. Like it's all, like it was uh, oh, how do I pronounce, do this? It was like forged to look like a face with the chain coming out of the mouth. That's definitely pretty cool. Does Noth have the same thing? Yes, she does. So yeah, you'll see a lot of Um, that kind of imagery in the, the core Corolla units specifically. But yeah, that is just, just cool models in there. Now for the posse itself, if you just bring the posse itself in a list, it tops out to 695 points, which ain't, you know, (laughs) it's pretty neat. Get you good and started. But if you want to bring it up to twelve fifty, I would get some Corcoroli units, either the NYX or the Luminance, and bring to put those in your respective posse slots, and get a couple bo- a box or two of the Spica cohort uh, hands units, and maybe some tumblers which are the mono bikes, which are pretty cool. Um the tank which is the pillar of light and the other bike which is the spear of light those are kind of hard to come by these days so if you see them on eBay they might you know definitely consider picking them up I'm hoping War Cradle decides to <laughs> decides to redo them but we'll see but overall for if you're just starting out with a base posse I don't. If you want to do order, I would highly recommend Portal Vanguard. Yeah, you're going to have some rules trickery with the portals. Uh, they are kind of complex. But overall, if you want to start with order, it's not a bad start. And that's kind of all I have to say on it. Um, unfortunately, I'm not an order player. Uh, I don't know much about the faction in terms of how they play. I know. The other one, the Divine Intervention Posse is, I think, is a very hard-hitting posse. But I'm not quite sure on how good the Portal Vanguard is. I think it's definitely more of a flexible option as opposed to the hard anvil of the Divine Intervention. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see once I get it on the table. But yeah. And alluding to next week, we will be talking about the Divine Intervention Posse next week or not next week, two weeks. because This is every other week. It's been a long day, folks. (laughs) But with that being said, that's all I have about the Portal Vanguard Posse. I hope this was useful for you. uh, At least to get your interest peaked in the order. And that's all I have to say about that. And I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Sorry this episode went out a little late. Um, Real life stuff happening and all that fun stuff. But until then, roll crits, have some fun, play it safe, paint your models, and we'll see you in the next episode.